0: It came out on Friday after our show that the rules will stay the same for the postseason. There are no changes of any kind, and really the news out of that is the pitch clock won't be adjusted. I know some players, including some on our show, had voiced like Max Scherzer Whit Merrifield. Maybe we get a few extra ticks for the postseason. It's not going to happen. MLB is super thrilled with the numbers that they've seen in terms of times of time of game, getting rid of dead time attendance being the highest it's been since 2017. And also, here's the important thing for me, and, and we could be critical, right, as much as we want on this show of the league, and we often are, on this front, at least for me, Kratzy, I'm thinking about time of game. Yes, AJ staying awake and alive and at his highest energy level-wise doing a three-hour game instead of a four-and-a-half-hour playoff game, which it feels like especially the World Series hits that so often. So how about, you know, World Series starting at 8 and ending at, like, versus 11.45, where you really lose kids across the country. I say kids because they got to go to sleep at some point. So we want the young ones watching the game. They're not going to adjust the time and make it 7 o'clock or something, but what they can do is have a tighter game with the same amount of action in it. Boost the ratings. Boost the amount
1: of people that are watching the game. It's going to be awesome. I I think it's going to be great. As a parent, they're definitely going to – be able to stay up to watch this game instead of well, you're not. You're only only, only going to be able to see the first five innings. Oh come on, Dad, you're the worst. <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the way, it's like my kids. They say they're like, "What time do you stay up till?" And they'll be like single digits, which means after midnight. Yep. Or double digits. We're like, were you in the double digits or single digits? My daughter's like, single digits, Dad. What do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ask Mike Talkman about this right now, who joins us on FT Live. Having a great year, Mike. Great to see you, man. Um, and wanted to get your thoughts on this right off the jump, and then we'll get into your season, is how the pitch clock's been for you as a hitter. Obviously, it's also a hitter's clock where you got to be ready to go. And do you think, you know, if you guys are in the playoffs, it should be extended? Or are you cool with the way that it's been working? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah.
3: You know, I think, I, 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 I think that a little bit more time, would be nice. Um, you know, the playoffs certainly, you know, have kind of a different feel to them. Um, <clears throat> I think at the, at bare minimum, I think maybe a little bit more consistency like stadium to stadium with the pitch clock. Um, I think cause mo- most guys at this point have a pretty good gauge of the amount of time they have and and just sort of the pace of the game. And it's been, it has been really nice. You know, we played like a three hour 20 minute game in Cincinnati on Sunday and the it was like a day game in Cincinnati in August, September, whatever. So it was brutal. And it was like, this game's really dragging. Um, and that was kind of the norm before. Uh, but I think, I think a little bit more consistency. Just maybe having somebody that's maybe a little bit more in an official capacity, kind of running the clock. And then maybe just a little bit more grace in certain situations from the umpire. Or just a little more feel would be. I think I think it can help, or I think it only can help some of those big moments in the playoffs.
1: Feel from feel from the umpire. Feel from like, do you think they need a? Well, I guess the umpires. I think they have six in the postseason. That seventh guy, should he be running the clock, or what? Are you what are you talking about? Because we didn't. I don't really know what kind of inconsistencies there are. All I knew was when we were in the bushes together, and the dude was just like, eh, yeah, whatever." Uh eh, reset the clock. They don't do that now.
3: Yeah, I mean you know, it's, they're, they're really pushing the pace in, uh, in AAA this year when I was down there, it was, they were, they were, it was even shorter than it is, uh, in the big leagues, um, trying to just see, you know, how much time they can cut off. But I, I, you know, I just like, like sometimes it feels like there's certain places where, you know, the ball, like there's a fly ball hit or a ground ball hit and, you know, it's not even in and out been recorded yet and they're already starting that 30 second clock and it's like, well, you know, I don't have to sprint up to the plate to get ready. Like, you know, or um, you know, like like one thing I noticed is that like in the top of the first inning, the pitcher kind of gets as much time as he wants to get ready. You know, get the mound the way he wants, certain things like that. But then the bottom of the first, the guy's on the clock, and it's like, well that doesn't really seem fair, you know, like to to you know, the home team starting pitcher getting an advantage and getting the mound exactly how he wants, but the visiting guy doesn't. And or, yeah, the visiting guy doesn't. So, um, you know, just like little things like that just to sort of like, – because everybody just wants a – is it even a playing – like you don't want the clock to be a home field advantage, I think.
1: All right. So I got to give you guys a little bit of a heads up here. topman when we played together in Triple A, tell us who your player comp was when you were out in left
0: field. Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow. That was, more of a player player that was more of a football comp? thing. Though. That was more of a football thing, though. Oh, you got AJ's attention. The, yeah. the Gators helmet is freaking out right now. Yeah, I just on went, the freaking table.
2: Yeah, wait, what? Wait, football or baseball? Because it surely wasn't baseball.
3: Uh, Maybe it it blended at points, but <laughs> I would like to say I would like to say my college football player cup, Tim Tebow. Yeah, for sure.
2: Wait, where'd you go to college?
3: Oh, I went to Bradley. We didn't have football, but I was considered in, in uh, high school the Tim Tebow. Oh, I thought you
2: were the Tim Tebow of the intramural. Well, well in, in high, high school, he would bowl high school
3: over truck stick. Every oh. Yeah, yeah. Just one direction. You know, I was just going north. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sto- the story is yeah. Tim Tebow was playing for Syracuse at the time. Is that that's who he was right. with?
3: Yeah, that's and right. He
1: was, he was not doing great. Triple A was a little bit tough for him. And Sockman was in, he was in a dark place in triple A. It just come down from the big leagues. He was like, Oh, I played for the Rockies. I made the big league team, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's big, <laughs> big time superstar. And yeah, Tebow like was out in left field. And so we put Sockman out in left field. And so the player comp, we have a lot of player comp issues in triple A and his player comp lived out as, as Tim Tebow,
3: you know, uh, I actually I should probably thank him because yeah, I was I was grinding a little bit and uh, you know he didn't take the most direct route to a uh, fly ball and it ended up falling for a hit and it was the the my first at bat of a double header. I think I ended up getting like seven or eight hits that day. So I was like, Tim kind of got me hot and I you know, I'm grateful. <laughs> 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 so
0: he he should have been on Swamp Kings. He talk with yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, let's get uh, let's get to this season now. Let's Wait, fast no, no, Before
2: we get before you, out your window. What's out your window?
3: Out oh, my window. Yeah. Uh my my neighbor's house.
2: Oh, can you see a flag for me? Which way the wind's blowing?
3: Are we talking? Are we talking? Which way it's blowing at Wrigley today?
0: Yeah, <laughs> he wants <laughs> that, to know how many your dingers you're hitting. Yeah, right I want know against, if you're going deep today against the Giants and. How how is it though? I mean, first off, you're having a great year with the Cubbies. It's been an exciting season for them because there was a time period where like, oh no, this team might, you know, sell at the trade deadline. They said, screw it. We're going in. So how has it been? And does the word wind mean a lot more to you nowadays?
3: Yeah. Uh <laughs> um, you know, obviously it's like like meaningful baseball late in the season is there's there's really nothing like it and um you know i think we have a group that's really really just um such like a team oriented mentality and like a team first sort of like mentality and 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 it's just a bunch of guys that just love competing playing baseball winning winning games and and, you know i think that one of the strengths of our team is the our ability to win games in a lot of different ways um i've never played at wrigley like i'm i'm born and raised just outside chicago and i never played at wrigley until this year So that was sort of like, man, if there's one thing I could do still in my career, like I haven't gotten there, that would be awesome. And I, so I was, I was unaware of just how much that win can play a factor. And it was like the first three weeks that I, that I was there, it it blew in every game. And I'm like, you know, there were, there was a game where I I was like, man, I'm like 60 feet behind second base here playing center field. And, (laughs) um, and then and then, you know, sort of the weather started to turn, get some days where the wind blows out. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, like, just got to get this thing up in the air. But, um, you know, I, I haven't been at many other places where the wind just determines like, hey, it's either, you know, we're, we're going hard ground balls today or it's like, yeah, just, you know, do what you can to, to get this thing in the air.
1: You wake up. You wake up now you know you're playing every day. You're an everyday guy. You know, you're looking a big arbitration contract all that life. But yeah, you're going to you're gonna, you're you already spent your money. I know. You already spent your career money, but that's not what we're talking about. You wake up in the morning and you look at the weather and to see what which way the winds blowing.
3: You know, I I I I don't I'm kind of out in the burbs, so so I really don't know. But believe me, when I pull in the parking lot, I look at those flags up there, and it's like, okay, what kind of day are we going to have today? And when we're walking in, it's like if it's blowing out, I'm walking a lot faster into that clubhouse, and it's like let's get this game going before it changes. Because it'll change, you know. It, there's There's been some days where BP, it's playing great, and then it comes out, and you're like, what is this? Like, come on. Dude,
2: hey, <laughs> come on. Listen, I already checked the weather day. It's blown out fifteen. I mean, just get one up in the air. That thing will end up twelve rows back in a basket. Maybe hit a beer snake out there. Did you grow yeah. up a Cubs or a White Sox fan?
3: Uh, I grew up probably more of a Cubs fan, um, okay, but this I just interviews over. He said no. Probably,
0: I mean, I, it doesn't hey. matter. You
2: can't have one or the other.
0: You're no, one you, or the other. Why? There's no
2: like because that's not how
0: they it, both sucked most of the time. It
2: Doesn't matter. You still had to pick one.
3: Man, nah. <laughs> I think I think that. Uh, I mean, kind of my perception growing up and live is like, you choose to be a white Sox fan, a lot of like Cubs fan. It's like, it's sort of like the default. So, so I have a lot of respect for white Sox fans because it's like, they chose that life and they're die and they're diehards. No, they're diehards. I swear to God. I mean it. Like my, my buddies that are white Sox fans are diehard white Sox fans. And, um, you know, uh, so I, I mean yeah. I wrote it from in in oh five. You know, I remember okay, the, that's uh, a good
2: answer. But I remember the sick drop of, third of the song and
3: all that stuff? But the hey, song now are you no.
2: sick of the song yet. No. After the games. Because no. I know when we played no. the Cubs that song would come on and we're like, this is the worst song in the world. <laughs> because you're a Cub hater.
3: Uh, well true, but that doesn't matter. No, but it's a long it's a long song.
2: Yes. I don't know. And if you people know you know the story it. behind the song, right? Like the, the go they they I mean, wrote it for I like mean, a, yeah. someone like dying of a disease. And they sold it for charity, and the Cubs adopted it as their song. The Go Cubs Go song when they win.
3: That's cool. No, it's cool. Yeah. Right? I didn't know that, Except but. Yeah. You never get so you to sit here can... in the winning song. So Yeah, it's...
2: no, exactly. Yeah, that's why I hated yeah. it when I played
0: there because <laughs> they won. I was like,
2: that hey, fucking song.
0: <laughs> hey, Mike, how different is it? Because now you've played with several organizations on the big league side too, right? So thinking back to like what Kratzy said, your Colorado days. How different is was it playing in Colorado, both from like an atmosphere, but also from like an informational standpoint? You know, where then you join the Yankees, who are like, "Yo, we've got it all." There's a billion people working in the front office. Anything you want, info-wise, we've got it for you. I think the Cubs are set up in a somewhat similar fashion. So, how different can it be going, org to org? You know, I'm 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 really
3: um, I'm really grateful of. Some of the things that I learned with Colorado because that was kind of still in a time where it's like you had to learn, like, learning how to watch the game and like see what's happening and like pick things up sort of naturally or instinctually or whatever. Like, that the uh, like that, like, I learned how to do that in Colorado because it's like, what does the starting pitcher have? I don't know, he has eight warm up pitches to figure out what he has. So, and then and then I got to the big leagues and I got to like kind of like, I probably was annoying, but like follow around Charlie Blackman a little bit and how he prepared and how he would watch video and the things that he would look at and and different things like that. And he was such a smart player and such a perceptive player that it's like, hey, I can take some of that and like learn from that. And then it's like an entirely new skill going into a team that is analytically driven because there's so much information that you have to decide the stuff that you like, or it can be really overwhelming. So, um, you know, it's like that sort of, you're just always sort of like tinkering or filtering or trying to um, like, this is what I like to have. This is what I like to know. And um, that changes as you get older too, because you just sort of become more comfortable with certain things or you realize different things about yourself or, you know, whatever it is. So, you know, I think that like being in Colorado you have to you had to be so engaged like coming up through the minor leagues it was like go get them it was pretty old school go get them and figure it out and you're gonna play and you just play and play and figure it and you know you learn that way
1: so which of those which of those skills did you implement the most when you went to Korea and which ones made you most successful over there
3: probably more of just watching the game you know I mean there's there's nine other teams there's 10 teams in the league so there's nine other teams so it's like you know by august it's like oh hey who are we facing this guy we'll face him six times already so if you don't know what he has at this point like you're not you're not paying attention <laughs> um uh so so i think that just seeing like okay like this is how they seem to be this is how like we are pitching the import players this is how you know, the uh, different teams stylistically play and pitch. And they're this is what this guy's going to do to me because this is what he has confidence in or this is his, you know, mindset with certain things. It's, you know, it took probably close to half a year to make some of that adjustment because, you know, it's still baseball, but just there are some some differences in mentality that kind of show through in the style of play.
2: Mike, has that helped you when you came back? Because most of the time you've been hitting leadoff for the Cubs. And David Ross, when I've talked to him, said you're one of the main reasons that kind of ignited where they were to where you guys are now in the playoff spot. So has that helped you? And how do you do that if you're hitting leadoff when you haven't seen a guy? Say you're facing a guy tonight you've never seen in Walker. And you go up there to, to hit and you're like, well, I've never seen this guy. But on video, how do you make that adjustment that quick? If you say you like to watch the guy in regularly you definitely can't watch him because there ain't no bullpen to see.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um... You know, I th- I think obvi- I mean, obviously, you know, they're they're our hitting coach staff does such a great job with the advanced work and um you know, that's kind of what I was referencing earlier. Uh, I had to learn about the stuff that I like like. And, you know, I, I, I'm i a big believer in, you know, what, when I've been good in my career, I've I've been on fastball timing right down the middle. And um you know, I think, I think adjustments are made off that, but I, I think if you're, if you're late on the fastball mechanics, break down, approach takes that, uh, breaks down vision breaks down and you're kind of just fighting uphill. So, um, it's like, if I could just have one thing, it's like, how hard does he throw? How, like, be, be, because it's like, you know, you've seen like, whatever the number is, you've seen that number, you've faced that number, you know, and then it's like, okay, that number from this arm slot well now you kind of know what that looks like because you've seen it and that's why you know these guys like and i mean they're other world talents but like it did never look like albert pools or miguel cabrera got that fooled they have twelve thousand at bats so it's like there's there's nothing they haven't seen so it's like i i think that that's such like an under
0: talked about part of success for guys it's just it's like their catalog is so big and I'm sure some of that was learned, you know, with your times in the minors and with uh, Mr. Kratz there, who's above you on the screen. So, uh, give us something good uh, to finish up here on Kratz um, slash your, you know, your Yankee days, minors, and then of course the big 2019 that you had. Um, are you surprised to see everyone where they're at now, including Kratz running America's hottest baseball show?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, I I I tune into Kratz, the the clips all the time. I got them, I got them coming up on Instagram and stuff. You know, the thing about Kratz that I always enjoyed, which was really funny, because we had um, we had Brett Gardner too, and uh, he he was an older player as well when I was with him, and it was like him and Kratz would like talk about these guys in like double A. They'd be like, "You remember this guy? You remember this guy?" And we're all like that was like 2006, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't remember anybody in the Florida state league in 2006. Like, you know, they, they, that guy could, that guy could really hit. It's like, um, but that's, but that's like the cool thing is like, you know, you run across all these names and and all these like different things. And it was like, you know, I was in Iowa a little bit earlier this year and and there's guys there that like, they know all the players and all the teams and all the organizations and the minor league guys and, where they went to college and what they hid, and it's like i used to be like that too you know and it's like the cool thing and like prats can obviously speak to this and aj you can speak to this too when you're around so long there's so many names and it's like there are little things you like you you forget like certain guys but then you hear it it's like oh yeah like i remember that guy like that guy was that guy was a hell of a player that guy was that guy had like did this or this or i saw him do this and it's just it's like the, the community's big but it's like so small at the same time sort of and it's just you know it's it's cool when when you start getting into like the later parts of your career remembering certain things about certain guys and you know it's it's fun that way.
0: And Kratz, that's where you found your true talent which is Immaculate Grid, right? That yeah, but
1: that's why I get screwed up on Immaculate Grid because me and Brett Gardner are talking about like Brent Abernathy and single A for Brent like, Abernathy is my roommate.
0: Did he ever did he
1: ever make it? You know, it's like, oh no, he didn't make it. And you just you just bring up random names. But speaking of random, talk, you look incredibly beautiful with a beard. So I just want to make sure that when they, you know, when you reach free agency in three years, that you don't sign back with the Yankees because you are you are not an immaculate grid. You are immaculately handsome.
3: We yeah, know. don't. Let I trimmed. I trimmed it today just for you. I woke up oh. and I had a bunch of dog. I had a bunch of dog hair in it, and it was looking a little scrappy. So I trimmed. I trimmed it up just for you. That's I what I was, was going to see. Is, the, is are the dogs doing good? Dogs good. He's thriving. He he <laughs> does what he's, he wants. He doesn't listen to anybody, and he sleeps all day. So just the dream. he's not
1: mad at you for going to Korea and leaving him behind.
3: No, cause the people that watch him when we were in Korea also let him do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants it. There's no rules. There's no rules at my parents' house, and there's very few rules at at my wife's parents' house. so <laughs>
1: they used to they used to give him they used to give him his spa day and then put a bow, a pink bow, on his boy <laughs> dog. and he he hated it, and I
3: loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, they 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 they'd dress him up and make him look all pretty, and it's like, he's a man, you know, give him give him like a tie or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love it well now he gets to enjoy the chicago summer same with you dude keep crushing it out there enjoy get that ball in the air tonight yeah, we'll, we'll be so watching
2: great, dude tonight
0: get one AJ, up that 20 hour we'll breeze. be watching dude great All to right. catch up with you yeah thanks guys cheers mike talkman of the chicago cubs That's good stuff dude. listen
2: every crap will tell you when you were playing in wrigley the first thing you did was you looked at the wind because it mattered oh, a million percent. That's
0: yeah, a It's a game factor, a oh, major game, major factor, game yeah, game. And it changes every freaking day. Yes. Yeah.
2: Today, I already checked when I woke up mm-hmm. and it was blowing out 15 to 20.
0: Good day to get it up in the air, boys. That's right. He knows. We reminded him. And also, you know, if you come on this show, I think the best example is probably Trey Turner. It wasn't. Has he gotten out since he was on? I don't think so. It He's wasn't. homers. The fans deciding, hey, let's stand up for Trey and cheer. It was, hey, let's randomly go to Philly, have a 10 minute combo with him, and then he'll really go off. So, You're welcome. Anyway.
2: By the way, the Twins are fans are trying to do that for Correa.
0: Not going to happen. Really? No. No, they're trying to do it. They're yeah, trying, but they're trying to do it. the
2: standing ovation thing for him. I mean, uh, not first original. Of,
0: yeah, not original Carlos <laughs> doesn't need it. So, Okay, I'm just saying
2: they're trying. No, 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 that's
0: cute. And they asked that's us to cute. talk about
2: it on the show. He has so plantar fasciitis. Oh, yeah, you're right, they did. Yeah.
1: He has plantar fasciitis. Exactly. The what does do it have
2: to do with hitting?
0: A lot to do with hitting. It sucks. I had it. It consumes your life.
2: You wake up and you play.
0: As interesting as plantar fasciitis talk is, also Labor Day just passed, but it's still super sunny and hot in most of the country. I know like I was just in the Northeast now back in Florida and it's in the nineties up there. So, and I think it's in the nineties down here. I don't even pay attention. No, it's beautiful.
2: It's like 85.
0: Right. So we've got better weather as usual, even in the summertime in Florida, see spoken like a true (laughs) Orlando native. Uh, At Shady Rays, we've got you covered premium polarized sunglasses. You don't need to break the bank, get yourself hooked up, make sure not only do you not worry about, what you're wearing because in case you break or lose or something goes down, no questions asked, they will send you a brand new pair so you can wear those shady rays and not be concerned about, you know, any problems that you have like if you're clumsy and you drop those sunglasses a lot. You're good, okay? And also, if you don't love the pair that you order, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days and exclusively for the FT fam, make sure you check out shadyrays.com and go Hit F-O-U-L in the promo code area for not one, but two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses, getting yourself 50% off. 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people.